What's cracking, y'all? It's Nipsey Hussle. You already know I'm rocking with my homeboy, Twin City Tone. Wiz got to light it perfectly in time. <laughs> All right. Ready to rock, We are baby. together again. Again. Twin City Tone Podcast. This is episode 119. Insert air horn. Air, 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 air. <laughs> Yes, sir. We're rocking. Appreciate everyone who's been tapping in with us. Make sure to uh, hit that subscribe button on YouTube uh, or iTunes or wherever you consume your podcast. Leave us a nice review, comment, like, share. Yeah. Uh, follow me on all social media at Twin City Tone. Wiz, where can they follow you? Big Wiz 612 or just Big Wiz on Twitter, but I'm very inactive on Twitter. So <laughs> IG, Snapchat, Big Wiz 612. Pow. There it is. Is it, yo, is it burgundy season? You got the burgundy hoodie on? Yeah, I see you over there, too. Rest in peace, Pipsy. Whoa, that's crazy. I got the dipset. I was going to wear the UGK hat, too, with this. I should have. Yeah. That would have been crazy. I should go put it on. Fuck it. Yeah. Our guest today was none other than uh, the, one and the Lord only. of Clout, a.k.a. Clout Lord. Yeah. You know what I mean? you guys. Yo, let them know where they can follow you, man. Uh, it's Clout Lord. I-S-S-S, so three S's. Clout Lord, everywhere. It's Clout Lord, everywhere on all social media. Tap in with them. I want to say yeah. something off the bat. Yeah. That boy works hard. I was just going to say, one of the hardest working guys in the city, for sure. That boy works hard. I watch it. I see it day after day. Yep. I'm, you know, directly involved with this guy's career. But he don't do shit on my time. He does it on his time, and his time is 24 fucking 7. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it, guys. You know, you know how many times I've, like, shown up to, like, a we might have, like, a session scheduled at, like, 10 a.m., and I walk in, and he's, like, he had just finished, like, an all-night session. He's, like, sleeping yeah. in the studio. He's, like, oh, man, I, I fell asleep for, like, 30 minutes, but I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Dude, every time, man. That's just real. Remember we brought him to Miami? I know. He yeah, wouldn't let he wouldn't let us leave without a video. Remember, we were I was like, yeah, we'll shoot it tomorrow. He's like, nah, bro. Nope. He was a little buzzed up, like, nah, bro. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. <laughs> we literally we wake up in the morning and drive home and shoot a video before we drive home. It's just not happening. We <laughs> left the club in Miami. 3:30 in the morning. Yeah, 3:30 in the morning. We're like, man, let's just go. You know what I mean? Like, we'll shoot it another day. He's like, no. Don't we get it twisted. We've been going so hard for like five days. Burnt out. It was the last day. Right. Uh, having some drinks. He comes up like, yo, I kind of, we got to shoot a video tonight. And I'm like, bro, it's, it's kind of late, man. Let's just do that tomorrow. He's like, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. You're not going to shoot a video tomorrow. We know it's not happening. Yeah. Right. Shot that bitch. We shot that bitch till about 5.36 a.m. Yep. Killer Quan sleeping in the, in the, in the Tahoe. Yeah. In the Yukon. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. We still got to drop it. That's hey, coming. And that video is still through. on the way. I was just telling Tone yesterday that, you know, as. as no rush because that album, we're, we're just about to put that out anyways in the first quarter. So. Still working. We're good. It's timing. Yeah. Perfect timing. You know? As I get better with this editing, it's just like some some of the best work I've done. I, I've wanted to wait to. Good. Put it to the, like, put it out and release it. There was a shot on there that was very unflattering of me that we got to start. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the car like this yeah i was like this <laughs> looking all wild and shit i was yeah. like oh we gotta take that shot out b yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get you right with hell yeah hey so cloud lord this is your first time on the twin city tone podcast nice. so uh he's been a help though for a lot of them episodes he helped us yes you know, definitely he was he, he was saved, he saved the prof the prof uh episode by filming it he did. Yep. I'll yep. yep. never do that either. Y'all got lucky on that one. <laughs> Man, it worked out. It worked yeah. out. But uh, yeah, he was behind the boards on a lot of those early episodes, uh, engineering and making sure the sound was right. Getting the, he's the one that got the video set up right and everything, the lighting, all of that. So salute to you, bro. But since it's your first appearance, obviously we're going to talk about Under the Act, which is the, uh, the 31 track. Uh, <laughs> album that you put out recently but uh go ahead while you said that i want to say something uh 
that's brave of you because right now, you know, the wave is to put out the quick five, the microwave music. I call it microwave music. Hey, that's a great name for it. Kids are just putting out quick shit, not really putting the promo behind it. Or you actually printed merchandise. You put 31 tracks with everyone on the city on it. You put it on all streaming sites for people to have, but you also printed out physical copies, which is a relic nowadays. But I think it's coming back because people want tangible items, bro. They still do. Yeah. Like, get it all the time with the uh, chairman album like when y'all gonna get your physicals and that's you know that's another day and another story but what you did with this project is something that a lot of people your age aren't doing they they don't want to waste 31 songs i don't think it's a waste i think that's beautiful because if you look at like griselda they're still putting our 18 22 songs on their album you see that benny shit and like west side gun and they brought that back buster rhymes has 30 songs on his new album or 20 28 yeah 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 28 on his new album and like that's something that you was really the first one to do it coming out here again i grew up i grew up listening to projects that were you know 20 tracks long and like i i also this microwave music era i don't appreciate like i want to hear more like i'm hungry for more when i listen to a five track ep i'm pissed off when it ends you know what I'm when saying? all the songs are hot you're like yo you could have put like spy more in there and made it yeah. i mean there's so much content being made like i have so much music i'm constantly making that there it doesn't make sense to hold on to things i'm just letting shit fly like people need to hear this shit and that's the only way it's going to be heard is to put it out no you do but, good at your branding bro another thing people don't know is he does a lot of his own graphics too and his um i mean just for being a producer engineer um and not just a beat maker like dude's actual producer like curate the song from i mean me and me and him got some shit come we'll talk about that later but curating the song from beginning to end that's that's a producer yeah come in and tell someone no do this do that this sounds better when you do this that's the actual producer and you're really good at that you've really i've watched from you watching some of the great producers that we work with dylan i watched um you progress so fast. Well, you fast just overnight. Like three days later, he's, he's killing shit. Man, I just got a whole. It takes kids months. But but what you did with this project, you made the album cover, right? Yep. The graphics to the project. Yep. My man shoots videos. We didn't even shot uh, talk about that. Yeah. But, like, dude, the work the workload. Like you're you're like a contractor. When if you were to put it in like building houses. Yeah. You're like right. the contractor that comes and like does everything. The the uh, foreman of the job. And that shit's fucking crazy, bro. You just said, fuck it, I'm going to learn it. And I respect that because, you know, my stubborn ass ain't learning it. <laughs> I'm <calling> Dylan. <laughs> I've, been, I've been recording. I've made 22 hours. I don't want to record myself. <laughs> Yo, so, so what was my excuse? Why did I tell you I'm not going to learn that shit? I don't remember. I, just, I don't know. He was like, Wizzy, man, I can show you. It's easy. I'm like, man, I already do everything else, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's something that, like, looking back, I just, I never had an interest in learning how to, like, engineer I, to I don't know why. It, I've been around it my whole life. I never wanted yeah. to learn. Me neither. There's a place for everybody, Tone. Yeah, not everyone's supposed to be a rapper. Not everyone's supposed to be a leader. Not everyone is supposed to be an engineer. Mm-hmm. You got to have a ear for this shit and, like, Obviously, I was gonna say, as artists, you have ears for it, but it doesn't, you have to have an ear for it. And like, the, the, you know, I nitpick shit, Dylan. Yeah, I'd be yeah, like, yeah, turn the volume up <laughs> on the second ad lib, second part of the hook. Like, I'm crazy with that little, on all the notes, but still, I mean, you are a genius of what you do, man. I'm not taking away from it. I'm just, it's just crazy. Just I crazy. appreciate I it, man. Yo, so how did you get started dealing with your, uh, with your your career, your your uh, your venture, all of that. Did you start with the music, or did you start with the video production, or what did you? I start? actually started engineering. I got an internship when I was like sixteen at a professional recording studio up in Cambridge. Um, Show me that. It was it was uh, called Luxury Digital Studios. Shout um, them out! Shout out to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not around anymore, but uh, uh, the homie Ryan put me on. You know. He was a he was a little older than me, but he had been looking for an intern for a while, and he had uh he had put out a post on Facebook, and some people had tagged me in it, and then he reached out to me and said he was interviewing some people and he'd like to interview me, asked what I had going. At the time, I was just working with some homies I went to high school with and just like record them out of a shoebox on the mic, you know what I'm saying? Just making them sound good. 
Yeah. And, uh, shout out to them. My, my boys, Chris Miller and uh, Christian Barth and Eric Stein. We was just working, you know what I'm saying? We were young and just trying to, like, have fun with it. And then uh, when he reached out, I kind of just did the interview and the internship and everything. It, he offered it to me. And I was there for a few years. And I wasn't, like, taking it serious, but I was, like, learning every day. Yep. And I don't know. I just uh, – I just went from there, you know, I ran with it. Okay, so you're doing that. And, like, right off the bat, like, did you enjoy it from the beginning? Or were you kind of like, this is cool, but... Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, I got a lot of opportunities with them when I was young, you know. Like, uh, I think I shot a video for Project Pat when I was 16. My first <laughs> video I ever shot. Wow. Was a dude named Tatted Up Gum and Project Pat, <laughs> and it was like, it was just like crazy, because I remember listening to 3-6, like, you know, at a young age growing up, and like, Project Pat was always my favorite out of 3-6, so it was like cool. Shout out to Project Pat, I did a few shows with him, he's a real dude. Yeah, he's, he was, he was he's cool. Authentic. He's exactly what you hear on the records, bro. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, dude's real as fuck. He's he's a real one. <laughs> Super real. You shot that video in Minnesota for him? Yeah, we shot it in Minnesota, yeah. He probably did it around the time I did the shows with him. Yeah, I, yeah. I opened up for him once, and I hosted a show for him once. We, we did something at a strip club. <laughs> we did, it like, a scene at a strip club. I was, like, 16, so they had to sneak me in the back door and shit. You know? <laughs> and uh, we, we – I think we did some other scenes at our studio, actually. You know, you know Project Pat is my favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Word. He? You're wearing a hoodie right now. Pimp C will, you, is uh -huh. on record of saying Project Pat's his favorite rapper of all time. Wow. Facts. That's a that's a well-known UGK fact from one of the UGK aficionados in the building. I should go put my head on. Aficionados. <laughs> yeah. We are on some, on some underground shit today. No, no doubt. No doubt. All right. So you, so you were doing all of that. And yeah. then, um, cause you didn't grow up in the Twin Cities though, correct? No, I, I, I was born in Fridley. You know, I jumped around a lot. I lived in Seattle for six years. Um, yeah. And then uh, when I came back to Minnesota, I was in like seventh grade and I lived in Coon Rapids in Anoka for like two years. And then my parents moved me up North, like just to get me away from the cities. Cause I was kind of a troubled youth. <laughs> okay. I thought I was going to help. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, but um <laughs> Yeah, no, I ended up graduating from a small town called Bram. Um, okay. Good at basketball, that's about it. It sucked up there. But yeah. uh, it just gave me a hunger for the music because I didn't really have anything to do up there. There's nothing to do, you know. It's just fucking country, you know. So if I wasn't working, I was making music or staying out of trouble as much as I could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so when did you come down to uh, the cities then? I actually moved down to the cities once uh, I uh, moved out on my own. I moved out, like, probably, like, 16, but I moved down to, like, Coon Rapids area, like, at 19, and, you know, I got my own little apartment and shit like that. Okay. From there, you know, I I, uh, I ended up just jumping around down in here, the suburbs and the Twin Cities here, just trying to work my way into the music scene because it always was a huge interest. I mean, I was a fan of a lot of the artists, that I work with now, I was a huge fan of them before I got to work with them. Yeah. Like I was constantly listening and putting my homies and friends onto their music, you know, stuff like that. And uh, I just eventually, my hunger got me to the point where now I'm working with these people. Yep, yep. So when did you launch um, Endless Vision? And which is now Ill Vision, we're gonna talk about that too. Uh, Endless Vision, I started in, December 26th in like 2018, I think. Oh, wow. So it's not even oh, that long. 2016, sorry, 2016. Okay. It, it was longer than that. You're coming so up on four years. Yep, it, it'd be four years in December. And I started that just on some humbug. Like, I knew that I was managing artists too, you know? So I knew that it was expensive to get video production, but I also knew there wasn't a huge videographer market out here like at the time there wasn't a bunch of videographers so I just picked up a camera and knew that like YouTube could teach you anything and if you just apply yourself so I just started applying myself and pushing and I just shot and shot and shot I was hitting all 
all the artists I could that had dope songs. Like, I'll shoot a free video for you. You know, come on, fuck with me. Let me, let me, I just ask that we put it on my channel. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And a lot of artists, of course, are going to take that opportunity. Yeah. So you didn't go to school for any video work? Nothing. You just taught yourself, all self-taught? Yeah, everything from the jump. Uh, I mean, obviously, getting opportunities, like, at the internship, at the studio and stuff, like, helped. But, like, really, there was no one teaching me shit, you know? Like, the doors were open, but it was just, like, how bad do you want? <laughs> you know, I was just hungry for it, and I just <clears throat> and worked my way through it. Yeah, bless you, Wiz. So you, um, all right, so you're shooting all these, and that, that's one thing, too, I want to talk about, because people, oftentimes, I see them, like, they expect to get a check right off the bat, and it's like, it doesn't work that way. O oftentimes, you got to put in a lot of work for free. A lot. Then the money yeah. comes. You know, you got to recognize opportunity, and I think a lot of times, people. That's called pro bono work. You got to yeah. do that shit on the G. Fuck yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I went to where hey, if Winter did that. What'd you say? You were cutting out. I said I went I wouldn't be where I was at today if I went to have done the free work I did and I wouldn't have got the opportunities I've got if I went to put in that work because like that through that work my elevation has came, you know, because it's constant repetition, repetition. It's like shooting free throws. You got to shoot them free throws every day. You got to work your jump shot every day if you want to be the best. Yep, yep, 100%. And there's like a thin line. I said this before. There's a thin line between knowing your worth and turning down opportunities because you think you're above those opportunities. Facts. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of guys, they get caught up in that early on in their career. It does not, not only just with like music or whatever, but just in general. Like, they see an opportunity and it's there, but there's no money attached to it. And they're thinking short term. So they yep. will turn the opportunities down, not knowing that if they would take those opportunities and work for free and put that work in and get better at their craft, the bag comes later. And it's all about networking. Like, right. you know, this shit doesn't happen overnight. So you have to invest in people and put your time into people that you believe in. And, and that's why Minnesota has the market we have and we haven't excelled to where we could be is because like think of Atlanta's and Houston's and shit and how their artists support one another. We, they build each other up. They give each other opportunities. You know what I'm saying? These cameramen. I just watched the interview with T.I. and uh, Benny the Butcher and Young Thug last night. It was an hour long. It's great. If you guys get a chance to watch it, it's on T.I.'s podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking phenomenal interview. T.I. gets a, if you ever watch Young Thug's interviews, he never opens up. He's really, really cold with every interviewer except T.I. That's like his big bro. Yeah. It's fucking great. But that's exactly what he was saying is up north and in other other uh, markets, it's almost like you're at each other's necks, like a gladiator oh. war zone. But down yeah. south, they just fucking stick together. They're just known for it. No mm -hmm. one's fucking with each other. Just being there and, and, and helping each other and building each other up and co-signing and the whole shit, man. It's yeah. crazy. We, we got to change the like, culture, though. Like, you know? Young Thug, if you guys didn't know, Young Thug discovered Little Baby and paid him to rap then to get out of the streets. Before, and Little Baby didn't even know he I had the know. talent. Young Thug seen the talent of Little Baby before Little Baby and paid him to rap. Like, here, you're going to rap and get out the streets, and this is what's going to happen. And look at Little Baby now. Wow. Shit's crazy, bro. Down south, Atlanta, they fuck. That's what we need to learn from that, Minnesota. Yeah. I think the culture's starting to change. I didn't mean to cut you off, Dylan. I just no, thought that was important that no, you know, that is that, that is important. Resonated with I just watched last night at three in the morning, you know. It's very important to point out because I feel like that's something that is undervalued is the unity and the culture and the scene and shit. And so right. like that was a big thing with my project is really I just wanted to bring artists together and I wanted artists that maybe didn't fuck with each other right. that I thought were dope artists and that they have fan bases and shit that hopefully they could like acknowledge and see one each other, you know, on the project. And I really don't know if it's worked like that, but oh, I ain't gonna front. You got me to work with like four artists that I never would have worked with, bro. Yeah, be Chris, I, that's one of my Chris, favorite things is getting Chris, Hannah, Hannah, Savannah, what's Hannah's uh, Savannah. she's the shit, bro. Yeah, she's, she's got so a dope cold. ass vibe and energy. And then, like, yeah. even NFG Mayhem, I don't think I would have been as 
easily worked with him if it wasn't for me and you tapping in on doing the project, Dylan. And then this the project we're gonna drop. Oh, it's crazy. That's another thing. But what I was gonna say is, yeah, what you're saying about your project now and what the landmark and what we're building at Ill Studios is that come yeah. on over to Ill Studios. We fuck with you. If yeah. you think we don't, we do. Tap in, bro. We yeah. fuck with all of y'all. Genuine motherfucking vibes. Yes, you got paperwork out, and you're not genuine. And you're a funny dude. We don't fuck with that. But if if you make music here and it's weird and different, that don't matter, man. Yeah. Can I tell you that it's weird? I don't. My yeah. shit might be weird to it's you. It's a market for everyone. That's what we're doing at Ill Studios, and that's why this 31 track project is just a fucking a tiny glimpse of exactly what we're trying to do. And Dylan embodied that to the fullest. His name's Clout Lord, y'all. My bad. I keep calling by his government because that's oh, my little bro. Clout Lord embodied that shit with this project. So if you haven't tapped in, you can buy a physical copy. If you're not with that, then stream it. It's everywhere. It's called Under the Act. There you go. Motherfuckers yeah. be under the act. They do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to coin that one. <laughs> Yo, talk about, talk about the title. Break that down for people. Yeah, so really under the act to me it was just like it was just something funny I thought of and it's just like I, I like to I like to say when someone's like off their square, drunk, whatever, you know, doing that goofy shit in the club, under the they're act. under the act. <laughs> or if they're just on bullshit, yeah, they can yeah. Just, so um, I, I was on bullshit really with bullshit. this whole project. No, you're under the act. Project so not, Dylan's Dylan's worked with uh, Happy Wiz and Crabby Wiz. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Wiz, smoke a blunt or something. You gonna roll up? <laughs> Facts. I've yeah. been under the act many times. Hell yeah. Under the act. So now we talked about it a little earlier. 31 tracks is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot of work. Especially today. You know what I mean? Like in these days where, like you said, it's like four or five. That's five projects. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So straight up. That's six personally, projects. it's it's too many songs for me personally. This is my opinion. said I, the same thing to me. He said, I like, I like short projects because I feel like it, it leaves people wanting more. If yeah. you get to the point where it's like, oh man, there's too many joints, I gotta turn it off. Now I did listen to your album all the way through. Yeah. I did listen to it. So it's like, I soaked it all in and paused. I soaked it all in, got the vibes and all of that. And the, but it is like, it's hard to have I mean, that would like back in the day, you know, is when people would drop like double discs. Like everybody was doing like a double disc. Pop a disc, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's very hard to have that many songs on an album and not have any filler tracks. You know, like yeah. tracks that just kind of take up space. So I feel on your project there are some filler tracks, but mm -hmm. a lot of it is solid. A lot yeah. of it is really solid very as well. Solid. You know what I mean? Yo, to be honest, you know what my favorite joint on there is? What? It's the uh, the trap demon joint. Really? With my Glock out? Yeah. <laughs> Loki, Trap Demon's a producer as well. Just Is like, he from, uh, we, from here? huh? He's from Minnesota? Yeah, I think he's from Minneapolis, but I had met him at, in, at a beat battle. And he, I low key, I like, he just kept hitting me up like, man, we should make some beats together. And like, you know, motherfuckers brought, like, a lot of motherfuckers aren't just producers or aren't just rappers or this or that. So right away, we're making this beat together. And then he's like, hey, bro, I got something for this. And I'm like, I thought you just were a producer. And he's like, I mean, I'll be rapping too. And then, you know, I just had asked him to put it on the project after we made it and shit. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I like that joint, man. I like that joint. It's cool vibe. Obviously, the, uh, you know, the vibes, Big Reefer, I like that one. Regular Degular goes. Yeah. Here, like the ones that pop out to me. Right. Um, that trophy, Wiz. Yeah, they went crazy. Oh, that <laughs> hard. It's crazy. You know what I mean? The uh, vacation, that's one of my favorite joints on the uh, yeah. joint, too. So, but your decision to put that many records out, I would yeah, imagine, man. like you said, because there, you have so much music. Yeah, yeah. Like you make songs every day, right? Since then, I've probably made 50 to 60 records on my beats. So. Yeah. And that, I got another are, one coming. Part two so, will be on the way. So those are complete songs that you have don't done. Right he's on. He's on his own album too. I don't even rap. Yeah, because oh. I don't. <laughs> I had oh, it was you? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So I gotta I go back. it back now, huh? Open it back again. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I had to. I had to make one appearance on my shit. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ain't gonna front the move at all. 
That was a ghost-written song. Hey, it's none good. other than Eddie. Some of the biggest artists in the game have ghostwritten. No, I was like, hey, I want to rap something, but like, I don't know. You want to help me write something, bro? He's like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you gonna? Uh, are you gonna reveal who your ghostwriter is? Yeah, NFG. NFG. <laughs> yeah, so if any y'all need verses or anything like that, hit them up. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when he wrote it, did he go in there and record it and then you record it over it? No, no, no. He just wrote it and I just practiced it. I just, like, he didn't tell me how to flow it or nothing. He just wrote it, you know? Okay. Gotcha. So I, I kept my original, like, sound and the way I would, you know, curate it myself, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you said you've been working, obviously, since you have, so if you have like 50 or 60 new songs that are done, yeah. how many beats do you have? Shit, I got a folder probably with about 300 beats in it. Wow. That's what makes like 10 a day. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I, I would say five a day I do, Bro, we but I'll make 13 some days. Like the other day I made 13. And Damn. the new ones are getting crazier, you know, because it's just, like I said, shooting that jump shot. And no, I'm just me him and, me him and, uh, Right. Me, him, and NFT tapped in for two weeks. We got 16 songs done. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks, 16 songs. Yeah. We picked 11, and was, we wrapped it up, and we're calling it Pain Music. Yep. When is and this that's coming? That's coming first quarter. NFT Mayhem, Big Wiz, produced entirely by Clout Lord. And, okay. well, I helped produce. I was there. Yeah, for. No, I, I mean, that. both of them were a, a we part did of the pick curating. The sounds, we picked the sounds, and yeah, I concepted yeah. the songs with, with, with Mark, and it's a real organic project. Like, the whole things from the ground up. Yep. I would come there. He would be like, "What? What? What kind of vibe you want?" I'd be like, "I'm on that pain shit, bro." I'm so on, eventually, I'm on that pain shit. That, pain. that pain. Every time he was like, "What well, we are?" He wouldn't even ask me. He'd be like, "We on that pain shit?" I'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> then he'd be like, "Let me record. Let me do some other shit." I'd be like, "All right," you know. And then, but eighty percent of what we recorded was on that pain music, like the mob, you know, like Painful the shit. like the shit I listened to. You gonna feel it. You gonna feel it. Real or fake is a sneak peek of what's. Yeah, we put a video out, real or fake, yeah. just to give yeah. them a little taste, a teaser, and um, that's kind of like the whole project. I, what I wanted to do on, with this project was NFG Mayhem. I wanted to like, we was just talking about working together, so I wanted to be like, yo, let's do some concepted songs. Yeah, some other shit, just some some vibes, and I chose a few, and he chose a few. And we went with it. And every song I would go in to do solo with Dylan, Mayhem would come to the studio later, and I'd be like, yo, I got this. I did this joint solo, but you probably ain't going to fuck with it. But if you like it, he, man, he'd go crazy. Like, what? That's crazy. I need a verse on that right now. And that's how the whole project worked. Same yep. thing with him. He'd be like, yo, I got this hook. Then I'd be like, yo, I got a verse for that. And that, and then Dylan would just, we, it was crazy. It was just yeah. the organic vibe, man. That's what we're talking about. Main music, first quarter, 2021. Yes. Facts. Okay. Big Wiz, NFG Mayhem, produced by Cloud Lord. All entirely created, curated, written, recorded, mixed, mastered, um, planted the seed at Ill Studios. The whole Ill Studios. Yep. All right. All right. Yo, Dylan, what would you say your, you know, because usually, I mean, you obviously have your own sound when it comes to your production. But you have like um, some influences in regards to like other producers like that you grew up listening to, or do you just kind of do your own thing? Um, I kind of do my own thing, but like a sound that has always inspired me or pushed me with my production would be like uh, a lot of East Coast rap, so like Mob Deep, Biggie, and shit, like a lot of that. But like I don't make production really necessarily like that. Yeah, but I don't know. There's like a sound that like I've feel like I've curated and found through a lot of that type of music you know what I'm saying like I don't know I, I, I really just I, I wouldn't say that any certain producer or anyone has inspired me to create the sounds I make because like I'll be making a fucking pop beat you know what I'm saying and then I'll go to some like trap shit and then I'll go to some boom bap which I've been working on you know because I don't know why that's a hard hard like selection of beats for me to make because like I'd be making like more up pace, up tempo stuff. So like the yeah. boom bap is like slowing it down for me, and it's like kind of hard. He does it good. He listens well when it comes to that. We be, we we cook some boom bap up for that pain. Yeah, dude. we did. We did. Okay. That fucking uh, what's the one joint, bro? You made the beat. I wasn't even there, bro. You were like, I got one for you. The uh, ah, 
victory something this is how how forever right forever oh this could last forever this could last forever yeah that shit's boom bap crazy bro yeah yeah it is okay like, i'm looking forward to this pain music man i want to hear it yeah yeah we're just gonna have to leak you something i got or, it you know, leak lord will leak lord <laughs> lord will get you the album yeah i've done the whole album right over i've been already got that album they already heard it okay yeah. Before it was even a thing. Word. It's all good. Yeah, it's good man. To get feedback out here. So, what about Under the Act Two? Is, are you gonna call it Under the Act Two, or is you gonna come up with a? Whole I don't know. Thing? I might. I might, cause I like the whole like idea of like mixtapes, album series type thing. But um, really, I I I say that now, but the name might change. The idea might change. You know, um. But I definitely am going to be trying to drop another couple projects this in 2021. I was pushing to drop another one before the end of the year, but then I was like, you know, there's no point of rushing it. I just dropped a big one. And then also I dropped with Referee, um, Six. I you, got one with, you got one with JSO coming out, don't you? And, and then December 31st, me and JSO Creative are dropping one. Okay. So, like, I got a lot of projects in the work. And... I'll, I'll announce it now. I don't know if we're going to have it done yet, but m me and Mayhem as well are going to have Endless Mayhem 2 dropping. Hey. So okay. uh, we were going to try to drop that this month because we did it last year, Endless Mayhem 1 in November, but um, probably not going to finish it by the end of this month. So we're just going to probably next couple weeks here probably release that, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good okay. shit. Yeah. A lot of the way, a lot in the works. So 2021 is looking bright. Hell yeah, man. We're going to get up out of here in 2021. We're going to yeah. be going to Cabos for spring break. He's got to open back up, man, so we can get back out here. Man, you, get back you locked Miami. down, big dog. We need to get back out there with P-Docs and them in Miami, man. Shout, yeah, out, to, shout out to the Miami family yeah. out there. Yeah, man. They all show us love. Yo, what – um with, with Mayhem, like, what's the uh, – when you guys first started working together, right? He's also kind of like on that same vibe. Like he just works, 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 works. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's why I think you guys work so well together because, you know, you're both on the same page as far as work ethic goes. And he's such a young artist. You oftentimes don't really see that a lot of these younger artists they're kind of lazy in the studio. You know, they might yeah. knock out like a joint, maybe two songs, and then they're like, good. Well, he just like he wants to keep working. Um, what would you say in regards to that, like? Do you think, what do you think's missing? Like, why are, why are artists not as hungry, and why is that such a rare thing that he has? Um, uh, working with so many artists, I would just say that like, he's naturally gifted with his pen and his work ethic. You know what I'm saying? But he's hungry. You know, when you when you went through the struggle and you you want something and people believe in you and push you, you know, like you feel like you're gonna let them down if you don't deliver and execute on that so I feel like that's a big thing for him is like he he has a lot of people in his corner that believe in him and have been pushing him so he p holds it to a high like standard and he puts himself to work you know what I'm saying he's constantly in there he loves the shit too yeah, yeah. He, he genuinely loves the shit and loves he's it. very talented and he's only getting better every day and like working with people like Wiz I was so proud that they did that project together because like literally it expanded him at, or like helped him as an artist because he got out of his comfort zone in some songs I feel like and he was able to like develop from that you know yeah find different lanes and sounds and also shout out to Saint Laurent but Saint Laurent be working with him occasionally and like Saint Laurent helped bring out different vibes and help create like expand his artistry you know what I'm saying because when he you know, came out the gate, it was a lot of it was a lot of turned up shit for a little, all the and time. And I love that turned up shit. And I'm gonna say I that but I'm gonna I'm gonna co-sign up what you said. That was my whole goal was to take him outside of the turned up street shit. Yeah, yeah. Concept and shit just to show him. But then we did some street shit too. Don't get it twisted. And I want to be honest, I learned a lot from him too. He didn't just learn from me. I soaked yeah, up in that booth. Soaked <laughs> up a lot from that young boy too, bro. Trust me. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to get this project out. I'm real excited. Thanks. You got are you guys gonna shoot some uh a lot of visuals for the project? Yes, definitely. We did a song for Kobe right when Kobe passed away, this Mamba mentality joint. Mm -hmm. Um it's hard. We did 
that's the number one stream song on all out of all my music I've released this year. For real? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure people see the cover art and that in general, just the name of it, like Mama Mentality. Like I'm, yeah, it's it's something that's easily found. I feel like. Yeah. But we did it right away. He hit me like, "Wiz, you got to do a song," and I didn't know how to approach it, man. And I was like, "All right." And he came with this different beat with these video radio Kobe drops, and we just I had them all in there already. I think that that might have really sparked the project because I think we had Real or Fake just because randomly done. Mm-hmm. And then I think the Mamba song kind of sparked the project. After that, we just got in tune. I think if I'm right, if I'm thinking right, I think that's what it was. Yeah, no, it was. That, and also, the like, everything just got shut down because of Corona at the time. So right. we and there was a vibe, like, we there was a vibe coming from the chairman project. Me and Tech were there every day. Mm-hmm. There was just a special fucking vibe going on in the studio with every artist, I think, and everyone Hold on one second, came bro. together. And it just was dope getting involved with um with Mark on that project because he just brought another another. Well, it's just all about the energy we got over there. Like we I all feed off each other's energy, and like it's if it's good energy, which most of the time is good energy over there. Like there's so much creativity going on, and when that new studio is done, <laughs> it's there too. We were already in there. Like it's ninety yeah. percent now. Finally, yep. I definitely yeah. want to talk about that. Talk about um. Because, you know, before it was Endless Vision, and now it's it's officially Ill Vision that you've been building over there with, with the whole Ill family. So talk about yeah. that, Dylan. How did that Shout come from Dolo? Shout yeah, out to Dolo. Dolo, our yeah. label CEO. But, uh, no, uh, Dolo had uh, – well, Big Wiz, shout out to my guy Big Wiz here. Um, if it wasn't for Big Wiz, a lot of the opportunities I have and the doors that have been open for me would not be there. Mm-hmm. Big Wiz brought me over as a videographer. They were building a video team at Ill, and they hit me up. Big Wiz hit me up and said, "Hey, we want to have a meeting with you and sit down with you and Polito, and we're trying we're trying to build a a freaking video team." And I was just like, "All right, cool," you know. And I came over as a videographer, and um, I never really knew where I'd go with it, but I kept asking to get in the booth when no one was in there. And no one really knew I engineered at the time or mixed or anything. And I just started to, you know, ask if I could get artists and like, and then eventually it just kind of happened, you know, like they were like, oh damn, like you can actually engineer, engineer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Overnight. Yeah. Like that. Literally. Yeah, yeah, no, that's dope, man. And uh, the way- I seen the grind in him early i just seen i would see him out at all every event with a big smile on his face happy to be there <laughs> every, like seriously literally like somehow but like, how's this little motherfucker backstage like, <laughs> i'll just give my way eight years to get backstage here <laughs> how the fuck is this little motherfucker back here <laughs> literally you know I, mean? I got like, backstage first half i knew i could get anywhere I'm serious that's why i would be like i see him at every event if no matter if it was local or or like you know, a big act. He would yeah, be facts. Fifty Cent show. I'm getting back there, <laughs> like I, everywhere. I that shit, and I was like, yeah. "Yo, this dude's everywhere I'm at right now." And it was just, I think the last time I seen him was somewhere up over by the Red Sea, but it wasn't the Red Sea. It was like Bullwinkles or one of them yeah. stripper parties that AKB throwing them. Oh yeah, yeah. And I seen you there, and then we really chopped it up. And then I was just watching your videos progress. You were like, "Yo, when are you gonna let me shoot for you?" And Constantly in your ear, I'll be like, "What's up, Wiz?" He probably got annoyed every time he seen me though, because he was like, he kind of turned the other way and scurry off. <laughs> Come on, Wiz, what's up, man? He wants to go say hi to me. He was persistent, bro, and I, and I just the opportunity came, and I just respected the hustle. Yeah, so, I mean, persistence is key. I, the first time I met him, I think Wiz, we had, I was over there with you at the session with uh, AG. That's right, yeah. The Red Sea. At the Red Sea, yep. Tech was engineering it. Yep, and Dylan was in there just, you know, shooting some shooting some pics or whatever, and that's the yep. first time I met him. He actually shot that that pic of me, you, and AG. Tech. Yeah. yeah. That's a legendary picture. Yeah, <laughs> got yeah. one of me and AG on the couch that night, too. That's a legendary Yeah, that, that's a legendary one, too. Hell, yeah. Shout out to AG, man. He's doing well. He just dropped a new project with Ray West out there in the Bronx. Okay. No, he's getting ready to gear up and drop some more shit, staying active, working, big up to AG. Shout out AG. Legend. Legend. I just saw the uh, Slam Magazine 
cover of KG and Stefan Marbury, and it says Showbiz and KG. That's crazy, just how yeah. generations later it's still respected, and how Eight Mile, how uh, you know, um, Eminem rapped on the Showbiz and AG hit on the Battle in Eight Mile, and yeah, fucking fast forward to people like Jay Z saying, "Quoting, whoa, there it is. We like Ghost and Ray, AG and Showbiz." And I had that dude living with me for years. Yeah. The legend. The God. You, bro. No doubt. You got to get him on here. Yeah, that would be. That would be him some Clout Lord production. Facts. For real. Yeah. I, would, I would love to get one in with a legend like him. Man, that'd be dope. Yo, talk about um, how, has, how has COVID impacted your uh, business being like a producer, working with artists, being a videographer? Yeah. Like, how has it, it changed? Um, well, I mean, for shows, as far as that goes, that like, that was a solid and steady income for me for a while. It was like, uh, I was working at Monarch for a while, um, for the movement and I was doing club events all the time, shows in general, like show recaps for artists and stuff like that. Right. So it, it's kind of impacted in that sense, but otherwise I've, I've progressed obviously because I'm constantly in, in the studio, but all these stimulus checks motherfuckers be coming right to me with them. So I can't even trip. <laughs> I cannot trip at all. I think one of the dudes damn near, if he could have, he would have signed his damn check over to me. <laughs> he literally bought like 12 beats from me, a pack from me and a video from me. And it, like the whole check was gone. He was like, yeah, man, I just got this too. I'm just like, yeah. I personally don't, I didn't get a stimulus check. So that was my stimulus. <laughs> I got you one. Yeah. I went ahead and got me one of them. Yeah. Health is wealth, y'all. <laughs> Take those vitamins, man. Those are the only pills you should ever be popping, kids, right Take there. Vitamins, bro. Yep. The elderberry. I'm on that. <laughs> elderberry. I'm up on my health. Hey, I'm up on my health shit. I lost a lot of weight already, bro. And I'm about to lo lose more and be. Lil Wiz out here on y'all, motherfucker. Lil Wizzing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's time to get real with the health shit, though, y'all. Like, you don't have to be, like, a fucking real narcissist about it, but get your health on, man. Yeah. So, get healthy. Yep. It's key, man, because you can get all this money, but if you're not healthy to enjoy it, what's what the point? You do with it. Our main goal on Earth here is to be here as long as we can, happy, healthy. So, I just started, again, taking vitamins eating better, working out a little bit, not using drugs, not using designer drugs. Just being <laughs> real to myself. I'm being real, bro. Listen. That's good. That's good, man. I'm glad to hear yeah. that. Man. Yes, sir. Since we're talking about food, I have a question for you guys. Thanksgiving was just a few days ago. Yes. What is your opinion or what is the fact? How long are Thanksgiving leftovers good for? Ah, uh, that weekend. You gotta yeah. be out by Monday. Gotta be out by Monday. Saturday yeah. night. That shit. Um, <laughs> right. Right too, yeah. Dylan. Saturday yeah, I night. I seen. I seen people though still warming up plates today on like their. No, Instagram you're right, story. Dylan. I'm next day with it too, bro. I'm, I'm to be day. honest. I'm like y'all are foul that you're even still eating shit on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday is pushing it. I think. Yeah, I'm not going. I need that shit gone Friday. Actually, you know, right. now that I think about it, if it's not gone Friday, I'm throwing it out. Yeah, because there's that, I, I post that video with Plies, he does the whole breakdown, like, he gives you the calendar, he was like, you made the food on Wednesday, yeah. you ate it on Thursday, Friday is when it was its best, Yeah. Right. Saturday, you're pushing it, Yeah. Sunday, Monday, you're, you're a foul fuck. He was like, Monday, <laughs> you got worms, Tuesday, <laughs> you're going to the hospital, Wednesday, you're dead. <laughs> yes, I love Plies, man, that man oh, is Plies so is inspirational, bro. That man yeah. is so funny. No doubt. No I doubt. see some shit with him. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. All right. So so Black Friday is really when the food should be done. Facts. Out of here. Uh -huh. By Saturday, you should be bringing it into Saturday garbage. But I ain't going to lie. If you eating right, that shit isn't even going to make it to Friday. Right. Because I know I can eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did y'all get a chance to listen to that No Ceilings 3? Wayne. I have not yet. I didn't check it out yet. What's it? What's it like? Inspire. I mean, it's it's mixtape Wayne with a little bit of the newer Wayne, but I'm sure a lot a, of them bitches got a hot Drake show. record on it. And the only thing I don't like about it is DJ Khaled is hosting it, and he's annoying. Oh, I love Khaled, but it just gets annoying every yeah. month. DJ Khaled, yeah. we the best. 
We, they told us hey, we ain't gonna put, lie though. That's where they I got put a lot ceiling on us, so like, we took the ceiling off. <laughs> He's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many? And, uh, how many songs are on? Ah, man, like a fucking shitload. <laughs> I don't remember like almost the Clout Lords. Look, that's the DJ Khaled shit though. That's what I called this album because, or under the act, because like that's where I got the idea. Like I was thinking, like I'm on some DJ Khaled shit right now. Like let's just like get all these artists together that don't fuck with each other normally and make it happen. <laughs> Still eating one a days. I just had one of each. So sports, can I do some sports talking since you're in the building? I know you like sports, Dylan. Big sports think, what do you think about tonight's fight going um, on? The Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Yeah. Um, there's a there's an undercard that's inter more interesting to me. It's that uh, Jake Paul, the internet yeah. dude fighting Nate Robinson, NBA player. I think oh, they, they hate Nate each other. Robinson's gonna knock him. The I think they really <laughs> got beef and they really really want to kill each other. Really. Now the Nate Tyson Roy Jones thing. So Tyson's getting ten mil, Roy Jones getting three mil. Um, I heard there's no knockout. I heard if they draw blood, this fight's over. That sucks. I heard there's not a real winner, but there's going to be some celebrity um, judges that are going to give a trophy out. And this is going to be a thing that goes on from here on out. It's the Legends League, and I think Tyson's involved in this league. And it's for older legends are gonna That's that want to fight, that yeah. want to duke it out. Now, I don't believe that when they get in the ring and they're exchanging fights that they're going to not go all out. Motherfucker, you punch me hard, I'm going to try to take your head off. Yeah. So, wait, if they draw blood, it's over? So, if That's he hits him yeah. in the mouth so, and he start, his so, lips... So, when you, get off, when you get off here, Google it. Google the rules to it, Tony. You're going to be like, ah, it's still interesting. I still want to see Tyson and Roy Jones in the ring. I think Tyson is going to still, like... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He might have to take a little $5 million loss or something on the purse, but he finna knock right. him the fuck out. <laughs> I think, I think, like, yo, I, I mean, I saw a workout video where he was, like, he's still yes. he's Oh, still my quick. God. 54. He's got it right now. It's gonna hurt him. And and the whole thing with him, he rebranded himself. He's got one of the top five podcasts, I think, in the industry right now. Mm -hmm. um, his marijuana farm, he has, like, a marijuana dispensary <laughs> in a farm. Dude oh. super got it together and is, like, and people always thought that he was, like, slow or stupid because he had the voice. Yeah. You know, like, dude, he's one of the most intelligent people. Hit, in the world had that many times, though? <laughs> dude, like, super yeah. smart, bro. He's, he's like, like unbelievably yeah. smart, bro. You got to watch his podcast if you haven't. He's got a really good podcast. I've watched it a few times. He was... He he went at Boozy, little Boozy. Yeah, he, he, he went at Boozy's life. Ripped, at, ripped him apart. Yeah, <laughs> heard about that. Shout out to Iron Mike, man. I'm rooting for you tonight, bro. That's I think he'll take it. Yeah, he... Yo, so Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. Yes. Yo, but Jake Paul, he he's actually like he's in shape. Like he's a fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Nate Robinson will knock him out. You think so? Yes. They right. said Jake Paul's got more points. Third round by the latest. Nate Robinson is jumping out the gym when he played in the NBA. I feel he that. Played very athletic. Football in college for Washington. State. No, Nate Robinson's very athletic. I'm with you on that. It's a, different, it's a different skill set, though. It is. I think Nate Paul's going to get him. Nate Paul's talking that shit, too. Yeah, he got he got a big mouth. I don't know. Nate Robinson's going to go crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So are those the only two fights, then? No, no there's like another one. I'm going to see who the other. I, I think there's one more undercard. What time yeah. is that going down? I'm not sure. I'm going to find a way to track the stream and stream like it. Seconds. I'm not paying for that shit. Remember we watched, me, you, and Reefa watched the fight in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> I got a site for it. What fight was that? The Gypsy King one? It's kind of McGregor. Oh, no, no. Okay, yeah. But one, we watched the Deontay Wilder Gypsy King one, too. That's okay. what I want to Hey, hey I just got to tell y'all. Reefa, Ree, and me are about to drop the funniest boxing skit ever. Right. Is that Blake? Like the NBA player? Oh, my God. <clears throat> huh? There's two more. There's there's two fights. It starts at 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll have to eight here. Right? So, but Vidal and Rashad, Badu and Blake. Blake looks like an old NBA player, if I'm not mistaken. That uh, you can't uh, see. Can you? I don't know. I can't too. I can't either. You gonna have to shoot that to my number, big dog. Here, hold on. Mm -hmm. Can you see the white dude? Is that Blake, the old NBA player? I don't know. 
I, I looked know. like that singer, Blake. <laughs> yeah, I don't whatever. know what that is. Fuck it. Jo- the only two good fights are the ones. Yeah. Jones Tyson, Jake Paul, Nate Robinson. Okay. What about the draft? What do you think about the Timberwolves draft pick, uh, Dylan? I, I would have liked to have seen us get LaMelo Ball just because the the dude we drafted, I, I seen that he said he, he doesn't have a huge love or hunger for the game. Well, uh, he didn't say that. He said he doesn't watch basketball. He loves football. I seen, I seen another quote. ESPN said something about he doesn't have a huge – or his heart's not in the game or something like that. And to me, what, like, I'm just like, uh. What 18-year-old watches basketball and really – you know, they don't if you play it. Yeah, I guess. I don't really – you know what I mean? I, I, I don't, I'm going to disagree with you, Wiz. Like, if you're really trying to be great, again, right. we, we can't compare him to Kobe, but, you know, Kobe was a student of the game. I think you got to be a student of the game if you really yeah. try to level up. Yeah. I just feel like we got another Wiggins situation already. Well, let's hope not. But, you know, <laughs> what our problem was with Wiggins is we wanted him to be a number one. Yeah. Never a number one. Yeah. Uh, what Golden State Cat, has got a number Cat, three. Number one, Golden yeah. State's got him at a three, like the third option, meaning yeah. not a number one like the point guard. Right. A third option. He's going to thrive in Golden State because yeah, Curry's not a number one. He didn't. He couldn't thrive here. We wanted him to do too much. Yeah, this right. kid that we got now is going to be a third option. D'Angelo Russell, big cat. Yeah. Even Beasley, we got Rubio. I think he's going to be yeah, great. We just Beasley he's today, a dog. Right? He's the most athletic and has the most potential out of all players drafted. Yeah. Got yeah. like Dwayne Wade potential. Trust I would have liked to see in Lamelo ball though. I'm not gonna lie. No, Lamelo's got potential too, but Lamelo's more of a one. But we have two ones already. Yeah. We have the point guard, Ricky Rubio, and we have D'Angelo Russell. I get it, though. Melo might be it, but I like this kid. I think we got to give this Rosa. He's our GM. He's the one that built the um, the Houston Rockets to be good. You know, he brought in Harden. He brought in all those players. Dude's a dog, bro. He's the only Latin American CEO or uh, uh, what do you call it, president of operations, too, in the NBA, and he's killing shit. So shout out to Rosas. For as a fan, bro, I've been a Minnesota Timberwolves fan since the establishment. Yeah, came here in '88, '89. So, yeah, and this is the most excited as a Timberwolves fan. I'm a Lakers fan first, period. The nation's everywhere on my wall. The nation, you, you see it. But, but my point being is, this is good a good look for us. We're gonna be good. Nice. I hope so. I hope I'm, so. You know, I'm not gonna guarantee playoffs this year, but we should make the playoffs, man. We should be fighting for that seven and eight spot. We can't, we can't keep doing this, man. No, I know. We'll lose everyone if we don't go to the playoffs. Talk about them. They're trashy, Andre. Vikings got everyone pumped up. Won three straight games from division rivals. Then we play the shitty Dallas Cowboys. Man. On a game we had to win at home, our first home game. The worst thing we could have did. And I said that when we got him. Everyone's like, yeah, Kirk Cousins. I'm like, this man is trash. Why? Do, well, sport, this is part of the Twin City Tone segment from here on out, Sports Talk. Yeah. 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 All right. We're going to segue out the Vikings, though. Yeah. The Vikings are out of here. Fucking Cousins. Are you excited for the uh, NBA startup here in about three weeks, December 22nd? In three weeks. December 22nd. Schedule today. December yeah. 22nd. The NBA is back, y'all. Wow. So, so After, is and this it's no bubble. Affect the NBA though for the rest of the, no bubble. No bubble. No, back in the stadium. So you so have no fans though still. I don't know if it's fans yet. I think it's going to be depending on cities. You know the city ordinances. However, the mayors are. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> depending on, on that. Ordinances. Because you see how the NBA or NFL is. Some cities have fans. Some don't. You notice that. Yeah. I think some of it's just like family and shit. No, there's actually cities where it's twenty five percent in the stadium. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yep. There's literally twenty five percent and some like I don't remember what fans at our stadium, are we? I don't think so. It won't no. be here. No, they won't yeah, be here. We're shut down for a month again. Yeah. Which you know I mean the bubble I was talking to a bunch of people about the bubble, real NBA fans. At the beginning I was real skeptical because it's like damn no fans in this they're all in the same gym, like, what's going on? But as a real fan, bro, that was some of the most competitive, craziest basketball I ever watched in my life. And I'm excited to see the reboot now with all the players back. It's it's kind of sucks that Clay Thompson tore his ACL or his Achilles tendon because he just came back from an ACL injury. I was excited to see him and Curry with Wiggins, with the new rookie draft pick. So that sucks. But seeing Durant back with Kyrie in Brooklyn, um, they're the trying to get Harden too. Up. 
That's not. They're trying to get Harden over there. Um, the 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 Miami team with Butler. I mean, this Lakers team. They literally upgraded unbelievably. They got like three or four players: Marcus Saw, Montrell's um, Harrell, and uh, Schroeder and Wesley. Uh, who was it? Wesley Matthews. They got rid of some bums. I'm excited. I'm excited. So you Lakers. feel good about the Lakers this year? I feel better than last year, and we won last year. Ah, so. Okay. Yep. They really put it. They put together some shit this year, bro. It's going down. They're gonna repeat. They have LeBron and AD for the next two years each. Neither of them are re-signing until those two years are up. They're gonna wait to see. Um, I think it's set up for them to three-peat. Okay. And that's gonna put on LeBron's legacy crazy because they. First of all, I used to be the number one LeBron hater, and now I'm the number one LeBron like praiser. This dude came to my team, so I had to let him in. Kobe let him in, so then I automatically let him in. But I showed LeBron love after they went down 3-1 to that Golden State Warriors team. That was the best team uh, regular season record. They beat that old Bulls record of 72-10. and 10. Yeah, they were like 73-9. and nine. And they were up 3-1 in the playoffs to LeBron James. And LeBron came back and won the finals, rolled like single-handedly. And I couldn't deny him after that. Like, I was pinned against LeBron by being a, such a Kobe fan. You know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck Kobe. LeBron's better. So I, I had to get real dramatic. I, I, I wasn't all out fights over Kobe, like literally. So I was pinned against LeBron, super hater. But that day when he beat Golden State, I was like, nah, I can't hate. And then he came to my team. That was God like, okay, we're going to make you a LeBron fan. <laughs> so, then, so then he got, he got injured last year. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Great. Now you're going to come here and just be injured. He tore his like a domino muscle. So they were on the road to go great last year, but then he tore his shit. Then this year they got um, AD. What can you say? Won it. They won the bubble chip, and and this is set up. Bubble they chip. Told, they told LeBron he could never win in the West. You're just an Eastern Conference player. You're not tough enough for the West. Yeah. He came to the West on the most renowned, like, legendary sports franchise in the history of sport, the Lakers, which came from Minneapolis, my hometown, South Side. Don't get it fucked up. But that's where we – the Lakers, the whole pedigree is from. That's why I'm a Lakers fan. Let's keep it 100%. My mom was a George Mikan fan, you feel me? Okay. But that whole shit is, uh, is set up for LeBron to become the greatest when these sports talks are all said and done. If he wins three in L.A., he, he, he went to Miami and won two. He came back to his hometown, got one for the hometown. Like, come on, bro. What more can he do? He's got four total now? Yes. Okay. He wins two more who have six like Mike. Now, he, he's, he's also lost six. Yeah, he's lost a lot. He's lost six. But he's been to 10 out of 13. Been 10 out of, like, 13, though. That's crazy. Out of 17 years of his career, he's been in 10 finals or 11 finals or some shit. Wow. He went to one way back he's with right. uh, Cleveland before he got to Miami. They got swept by um, Tim Duncan and them, but okay. the dude's fucking, he went to, he went to nine in a row, 10 out of the last 11 type shit. Finals, Tone, not just in the playoffs, NBA finals. Yeah. It's just Sometimes crazy. never see it one time. You know? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. We're going to be, um, people that hated on him are going to regret that when he's retired and his yeah. career's over. But there you go. There you go. Sports Talk 101 with Wizzy. Sports Talk. Yep. That was all I had with the sports shit, the Tyson fight and the There's NBA startup. going on in the sports world otherwise. Yeah. The NFL is weird with all the COVID shit. And, and I never liked the NFL anyway. They're, I love the NFL, but the cancellations, there's a lot of cancellations, a lot of reboots, a lot. The college is so confusing this year. Some teams have played 10 games. Some have played four. Some aren't playing at all. Some aren't playing. Four. It's so weird, bro. Man, I'm out the loop. I haven't even been following sports. And then NCAA college, that was supposed to, we were supposed to have like either the final four or the elite eight this yeah. year. We were, supposed to, we were gonna have the final four last year, and this year too, though. Oh this really? We were yeah, they were gonna do it two years because yeah, they had two such years. Like thing. Like two years in a row. So we were supposed to have one of them this year, and it got canceled again. And um, that's just fucked up for cities. This the hotels, the businesses, all the money that they expected coming in. And then, like, they're going to do a bubble with that, I think, now this year in one location, one city. And they were, like, I was listening to sports talk. They were worried about hotels. It was like, bro, there's going to be no fans. Like, 
You got there's not too many students. The hotels are gonna be fine. I think it's yeah. gonna be Indiana. In Indiana, they're gonna do it this year. Indianapolis, and there's like Purdue and a bunch of different colleges they can play at. Okay, that's well, weird too. Shit. Big shout weird. Out Minnesota zone Jalen Suggs. Yes, over there, number number one Gonzaga played his played his first game on Thanksgiving. They're number one in the country. Are they number one? Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Yep. So, so I guess when you add him, yeah. he was going crazy. It looked like on the highlights. I didn't even check the highlights, but I heard he, 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 had, a, he had a nasty little dunk. He posterized someone. You pull him up real quick. The stats you got him with? CAA basketball. Yeah, let me get one second here. When did they play? Uh, I think two nights ago, Thanksgiving night. Thursday? Let's go. Yeah. Gonzaga, number one in the country, Gonzaga. Box score. Let's see what the boy did. Jalen Suggs started. Yeah. 24, 24 points, eight assists, and four rebounds in his first, first game. First game? Yeah, he went crazy. That's crazy. Nine for 15. crazy. That's his first game Over as a freshman. Three three-pointers. Yeah. We're going to do this every segment now. I'll, we'll do sports. Sports shit. I, I I get on my shit every week, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Need that. Because, yeah, Suggs, we're going to follow him, his career. That's a Minnesota boy. Anyone that did their thing for the hometown, let's go. And shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Trey Jones got drafted in the NBA last week. Who did he get drafted by? Trey Jones got drafted by – oh, I should have had that. Oh, young? Why did, he, why did he not stay in college longer? I feel like he wasn't a, a good, like a high enough level collegiate player to even leave yet. But Spurs I guess got, he, got Spurs, he got drafted by the San Antonio Spurs. He's going to be okay. Oh, he's going to be sitchy. Pop yep. will take care of Pop him. Knows. Pop sees yeah. things in players. Yeah, yep. Pop will take care of him. Yep. Yep. That's good, man. I don't think Lisa's going to join us. <laughs> nope. You know? But it's all good. Cloud Lord, what else? Anything else, man, before we wrap up here? Shit, I I don't know. I think we covered a lot of stuff. Well, I, what, you just dropped some videos, didn't you? Let them know a couple of them videos. I can. Yeah, just I just dropped, dropped a video with my boy Cybot. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, that's Cybot. I liked his joint on the project too. That song though, we just dropped a video to. Uh, is so beautiful, man. He's a talented ass artist and super like, talented. And if y'all haven't even seen it yet, tap in with that one. Um, it's called Exhale. Um, okay. Yeah, he just uh. I, I admire it because it's literally, I almost caught, the other day I kind of made a joke with him. I was like, man, this is like Christian rap. Like, yeah. it's so inspiring, the song, though. It's, like, so inspiring, the shit he's saying in it, and he doesn't swear at all in it and everything. And it's like, I don't get to work with or see a lot of artists that can do that. Tone, you're another one. Tone, I, I don't think I've ever heard Tone cuss once, ever. <laughs> Very minimally in my raps. I feel like it's more of a challenge for me if I like can't cuss. I gotta come up. I be cussing. <laughs> I be cussing. <laughs> you know where's <laughs> I talk that shit though. Trust me. Yeah, facts. <laughs> my pen is my pen is sharper than ever right now. Ten game strong. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan was shook. Remember in Miami, he was like, "Bro, I didn't even know you rap like that." I'm like, "Bro, come on. This is what I do." Yeah. Man. Dylan didn't even know I rap, bro. No, I, I uploaded all them albums though, and I was listening to a lot of them. I was like, God damn, Wiz. <laughs> like these bitches were damn near before I was out of high school. <laughs> yep, they're doing this. Yeah. Wiz, Wiz is getting better and better. Like he keeps getting better with time. It's like man. fine wine. That's what it's supposed to be. You gotta <laughs> hang it up when you you gotta hang it up if you regress. Right, exactly. That's true. But otherwise, <laughs> uh, I got another video I'm dropping on Monday. Got a couple skits coming with Rifa. Yeah, I'm actually going to be shooting a video in 40 minutes with NFG. Okay. <laughs> yeah, to a new joint that Tech produced. Um, yeah, got all type of work coming. Yeah. Before we go, uh, if any artists that want to tap in with you, they're listening, how can they yeah. get a hold of you? What's the best way to contact you? Um, uh, Instagram is Cloutlord. Facebook, Dylan Nimala. Uh, shit. Any, uh, every social media platform, you know what I'm saying? I'm on everything. I don't really, I try to get back to anyone that ever messages me, you know what I'm saying? On anything ever, you know, it yeah. gets overwhelming sometimes. And if I don't get back to you right away, I will get back to you. You know, I yeah. take pride in that. <laughs> yeah, well, me with I know every artist I've ever sent your way has been happy with the, the work that they got. Thanks. And you've sent a lot of artists my way and I appreciate that shit, by the way, you know, because yeah. It, it, this shit, this shit wouldn't get to where it 
it's got to without the help of some of the people that I've been around. You, Wiz, like y'all have brought a lot of a lot of clients, customers, you know what I'm saying, that have turned into friends now as well. That like it's beyond that, you know. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Like side by me, wow. he 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 would never go anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? He and why should he? Why should yeah, exactly? And he 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 loves it. You know what I'm saying? Like the other day, we shot the video and we edited it together for three hours and got it got ready to drop and dropped it. <laughs> I just want to say something too before we uh yeah. I knew you were gonna be this great. I seen the vision, bro. I seen how persistent. I'm not lying when yeah. I tell the story, bro. You were everywhere, bro. And when I say this, it took me eight years to get backstage at First Ave. It really did. And I was pissed when I seen your ass back there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, nah, bro. He's still going to be back hey, get him out of here. He's not. He's not, he's not, he's not check his look, credentials. <laughs> I'm dead ass. And, and that's just your endless grind, your persistence, yeah. your um, hunger for the shit. Don't ever give up on that. Don't stop right. that, bro. Because with the work ethic where you've gotten in the couple years you've been at ill, Imagine two, three more years, bro. You're gonna exactly. be doing this with major artists. You're gonna be y'all push gonna be me on, to get to where I'm at. You're gonna be on the Charlemagne show. You're gonna be on yeah. on fucking on 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 fucking TV, bro. With this shit, real right. talk, man. Just keep right. it up, man. Yeah, we're gonna keep working, man. This shit doesn't stop. Like I, I got, I got a dream. I've had a dream since I was young to do this shit, and it's only progressing. So like every day, working with people and stuff. But I, I'm gonna scale back on who I'm putting energy into nowadays. Yep. Like. I, you know, it's really it's about your energy at all costs. It's gonna be really squad at this point. Ill Studios, if you're not if you're not part of Ill, it's gonna be tightened up soon here. So yeah, I'm not gonna your, keep dropping these EPs. Your energy at all costs, bro. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my boat. All right, I gotta get up out of here. Do your thing, man. You gotta get back to work, with. Yeah, I gotta get yeah. back to work. Y'all kept me too long. No. All right, man. It's good <laughs> it talking to you, bro. Conversation. Thanks for having me. Bye, 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 b